it's Erica. And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. We'll cover it all. I'm drinking tea, and Erica's drinking nothing. I had a peanut butter cup before we started. <laughs> I feel like you would extra need liquid after that. These things are dry. No, I want to let it just savor around my mouth. No, that leaves <laughs> such a yucky taste, I think. It's so good. No. Well, well, to each his own. If that makes you happy, I suppose. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> my generosity abounds. Um, so I'm trying to think of what updates I may have for you. I have literally nothing. Uh, oh, wait, that's so untrue. Oh, you were something. We may possibly be going to the podcast festival in Sacramento. Oh, yeah. We won't be performing, but we're going to try to be there. So yeah. more on that later as we figure that out. So, Whoa, I just knocked my mic over. <laughs> we may go if Erica doesn't knock over her mic again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we're professionals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. Oh my god, I'm gonna shame myself. Shame. <laughs> oh my god, we do have an update. The Shame Bell app has been updated. <laughs> yeah, or we just never knew this because we're done. now you can ring it with your hand, like by shaking your phone, and it will dong. <laughs> and then follow so it up you, with you can walk shame. behind people shaming them with the bell, just like Game of Thrones. Exactly like it. And then there, if you hit it with There's multiple two fingers. There's a three-finger option. So this is the two-finger option. Confess. She tells you to confess your your deep shames. And then what happens with three fingers, Erica? Multiple <laughs> choice. Gross to me. I know. Confess. Oh, no. Mine did the same. No. Secrets. <laughs> Repentance. <laughs> Fornication. <laughs> a sinner comes before you. Oh. <laughs> a sinner comes before you. <laughs> So this is our forever So we're happy. <laughs> so everybody, if you haven't yet, get this app. Yeah. It's a good time. Play along at home by downloading the Shame <laughs> Bell app that we have nothing to do with. <laughs> Besides that, we love it. I feel like we should get some kind of royalties for our yeah, we should. shameless promotion. Plug. <laughs> <laughs> this app. Whatever. It's fine. Just take this. They can have this one for free. Oh my god, I love it. I love this app so much. It's meant a lot it's so... to me. It's enriched my life tenfold. <laughs> so I actually have news today, which Cute. is terribly exciting. I have two small newses. Our first one: a Canadian company breaks the Guinness record for high fives. <laughs> oh, I like this one. <laughs> I know. So I don't know why I like this one, but I just how do. many. So, a Canadian company said employees unofficially broke a Guinness World Record by completing 509 high fives in three minutes. Wow. They said they decided to mark National High Five Day by breaking the Guinness record for most high fives in a relay in three minutes, which currently stands at 492 after being set in July 2017 in London. Hmm. London, Canada beat you. London, get on it. So the group of 33 employees said they spent months practicing for the record. Oh, my God. <laughs> on their lunch breaks. It took us a while to get a technique. And then we realized, how could we realized how can we be faster? That is the 
That's a horrible structured sentence, but oh, great. I would not Go want to be on. quoted saying that. <laughs> <Me> anyway, <laughs> every time we would try to be, be we would try to better ourselves. That's not a realization, but okay. Good for you, Stacy Classen. So yeah, the team had made three official attempts Thursday, ending with totals of 494, 489, and finally 509. They said they're submitting video and other evidence to Guinness for its official recognition. Aside the terrible quotes, congratulations. <laughs> and then we my should other- try to beat that two-person <laughs> high five record. I'm down. Can you do it with two people? I mean, that I counts. Know. I don't know. I mean, you just switch hands. I feel like that would it's like a Dragon Ball Z kind of thing. Like. That's uh, <laughs> that's like some E Honda shit. <laughs> Every time we should I do it in dress like him. <laughs> every time I played him, everybody gets. Anytime anybody plays him, everybody gets irritated. It's so great. I remember being little and playing Street Fighter, and picking E Honda, and it's like <laughs> slap, 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 slap. You pick him to annoy people. Oh, totally. That's just like Kirby in Super Smash Brothers. Oh, it's so good. He's got two moves. Really, he does. The, the fast hands and that stupid missile like torpedo yep where he like i love the torpedoes over yep <laughs> so dumb <laughs> fat man's airborne it's like when fat bastard is on his strings oh, in the third so awesome hope must st- <laughs> hope my wire team's ready <laughs> And then when one of them breaks, he's like, isn't this magical? It's like my favorite. <laughs> and he's slowly spinning. Uh, uh, I like E. Honda, though. I mean, great guy. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. I like Chun-Li probably better. Well, that's to be expected. As yeah. girls, we tend to gravitate toward girl characters. Yeah. Well, yeah, Chun-Li. Holla back, girl. Stupid. <laughs> My other quick news is Texas Vineyard hosts Wine with Alpacas event, which I would love. Apparently, they had an unexpected high demand to, and they had to turn down, turn away a thousand people from the event because people got so excited about having wine and alpacas what? company. What did they, do people get to touch them? Or? Yeah, they get to just hang out with alpacas and drink wine. What? Yeah. I better be drunkenly nice to my alpaca. I'm sure they were. Otherwise, I will get a ticket and fly down there and swat everybody's glasses out of their hands. Have the shame bell and like a fly swatter and just <laughs> <Yeah>. whack people. <laughs> <laughs> just constantly just ringing it. <laughs> slap, slap. Shame. I love this app so much. Okay, I'm going to risk it and do a three okay. finger. Okay. Repentance. Oh, <laughs> it works. Okay. Naked. Oh, naked. <laughs> Not related. Uh, okay, what's your news? Okay. <laughs> naked. Why? Why is that on there? Okay. I don't know. I mean, she was naked when they made her walk through the town, but why on the app? Okay, whatever. whatever. All right. Road crew gets failing grade after oh. misspelling school in school <gasps> crossing. They spell it shul? They spelled it so dumb. It's so upsetting. Wait, where? Where was it? Take a guess. 
Florida? Yep. Yes. Oh, man, Florida. You win again. Shane! Shane! <laughs> Shane! <laughs> That's so stupid. Confess. <laughs> They're like, Confess. we did it. <laughs> um, they spell it? On Thursday, spotted the error, realizing that workers in Doral, what a horrible name, <laughs> had made a mistake when painting the word school at a pedestrian crossing in the road instead of school, S-C-H-O-O-L. It was spelled, drumroll, S-C-O-H-O-L. Skohall. <laughs> School hall. I like that one more. Wow. Uh, like not even yeah. How did that even happen? That's like I don't really know. bad. Yeah, and there's an update on the city of Doral's Twitter saying this school zone striping was handled by the developer's contractor. They've been notified and are working to correct it. Thank you to all who brought this very important matter to our attention. <laughs> That is so... There's a picture, too, and it makes it even more stupid to see it. I had to look it up. This is... (laughs) 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 I want to know if they knew or if he was like, shit, and then was like, maybe they won't notice. (laughs) Oh, man. I looked up school's crosswalk misspelled, and I see another one where they wrote school, (laughs) like (laughs) S-H-C-O-O-L. Almost sounds like skull, which is like you know the cheers like uh, oh yeah or that um but in like I think it's like Sweden they go skull like for oh. cheers and it makes me oh. think of that oh I like that too but <laughs> still <bad>. skull hall <laughs> super metal oh man good job people good job seriously way to do it way do your job well to do. <laughs> Maybe they're, like, lacking in business, so they're just trying to make stuff last longer. I don't know. No, that's not No, they're it. just bad at their job. That's all. <laughs> they don't spell good. <laughs> Maybe he didn't go to school Hall, so he doesn't know how to spell. <laughs> a million years ago, we got a cake that said congratulations on it. Oh, no. How'd they spell it? And we just got, like, a plain cake and then asked the person, like, at Safeway or whatever, like, hey, can you write congratulations on it? And the girl was like, yeah, yeah. And then, like, we're standing there and we can see her, like, struggling. And she's, like, looking around, like, for things to see if it's on it. And it's not. And (gasps) she just had to go for it. Oh, it was so wrong. There's, like... If four letters were misspelled. Like the T's and the D's and the G's were like, not a right. <laughs> and we felt bad. So we just took it as is. And then it was, and I think it was from my dad got like his master's degree or something. So it was like really ironic that it was like a school, like, congratulations. And it was so wrong. I think that's why a lot of companies just write congrats. <laughs> yeah, right. Or- <laughs> a little less confusing she probably would have done it wrong congrats congrats <laughs> which would have her. been appropriate for your dad yeah. getting his graduating like getting... Words. yeah guys <laughs> congrats <laughs> poor guy poor lady or it was a lady uh, yeah uh, poor lady but still 
Shame. Yep. <laughs> it's not a difficult word. <laughs> Get it right. Uh, shall we shall move we on? Shall we do it? Mm. Let's do it. Do it to it. Today we're talking about a weird topic that I'm not really sure how to put into like a short, concise title, but basically we're going to talk about some creepy kids mm-hmm. that are spooky and they've got real life stories that make no sense. It's about no. their supposed past lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kids that are too little to, to know, know the, the to know things the things that they, they know. know. <laughs> yeah, like it'd be one thing if like you know, kids like I was once Kermit the Frog, and it's like I'm sure you were, Good little for Jimmy, you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got some creepy stories, but a lot of the parents that were interviewed from the stories that I read, they were of religious backgrounds that don't believe in reincarnation, and that's basically what this is all about: is reincarnation. Um, right. And the thought that reincarnation could possibly be real. And it's funny because I was reading stories about how these like uber Christian parents that do not believe in reincarnation are like, maybe it exists because this kid shouldn't know so these fun. things. I love this idea. I think it's I cool. know I want it to be totally real. I like it. <sighs> I just I, I'm cool with it. But at the same time, I don't ever want to encounter it because it's going to freak me out too much. Oh, I do. I don't. Nope. 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 <laughs> Nope, nope. Sorry, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> um, if people aren't really familiar with reincarnation, it is the philosophical or religious concept that the non-physical essence of a living being starts a new life in a different physical form or body after they die. So basically, after you die, your soul or your life essence goes into another being. And that can be a human being. That could be an animal. Or maybe if you're a real piece of crap, it you turn into a rock or like a fly. <laughs> Bacteria. <laughs> a water bear. Aww. Indestructible. <laughs> Living forever is this disgusting little turd yeah, with a bunch I of like legs. No, oh, they're That's gross. Good. <laughs> I'm going to start wishing that on my enemies. <laughs> I hope you turn into a water bear. Moss piglet. <laughs> Should we like start it. in on these stories? Because there's really no history other than this has been present in religions across the ages. Like every right. single religion has some version of reincarnation. Um, There was something I thought would be fun to talk about before we do stories. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see how well this plays out. So mm-hmm. like some of the evidence of reincarnation, mm-hmm. um, um, like some ways people find out about it is past life regression. So you oh, can be- right hypnotized supposedly and like regress into past memories of you being someone else in a different era so you could find out you're like a pharaoh in egypt or something and you can be walked through that and access these memories by being in that altered state and um find out you were somebody else i'd find out that i'm like a scullery mater or potato peeler or something like (laughs) (laughs) i was told by a psychic that I was in a recent past life, a Native American oh. whose tribe lived in Oklahoma. Where like, the winds go sweeping down the plains? Girl, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? And then she told me in another past life, I died in cold water. Oh, right. Great. I remember you saying that. Ooh, thank you so much. (laughs) You're like, no wonder I hate the cold. (laughs) No, thanks. No, thanks. Uh, 
<laughs> Supposedly, the most famous case of past life regression through hypnosis is someone named Ruth Simmons. Mm. It was in 1952. Her therapist encouraged her to travel in her mind back to a time before her birth. Suddenly, Ruth began to speak with an Irish accent and claimed that her name was Bridie Murphy, who lived in 19th century <laughs> Belfast, Ireland. That's my Irish accent. Oh, Ruth boy. recalled many details of her life. <laughs> But attempts to find out if she actually existed were um, not successful. Uh. Some people think she lied and claim that she had a neighbor like across the street who was Irish and blah, 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 blah. blah. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so another thing that people claim has to do with reincarnation is unusual illness and physical ailments oh um so some people think like the the like birthmarks and things are oh, like yes. where you were stabbed mm-hmm. and that's like a past wound that you like don't have in this life but the evidence is still with you um there is someone uh, named dr michael c pollock he describes his lower back pain which grew steadily worse over the years and limited his activities he believes he found a possible explanation for the pain during a series of past life therapy sessions. He, quote, discovered that I had lived at least three prior lifetimes in which I had been killed by being knifed or speared in the lower back. He says Knife? in the low back. I don't like how he says that. I'm saying I don't lower. Like that. In the low back. Ew. Ew. That just, no. I don't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, after processing and healing the past life experiences, my back began to heal. Mm. I don't know. Um, another thing that people attribute to it is having phobias and nightmares. Oh. So another person uh, in his book, Healing Past Lives Through Dreams, his name's JD, he writes about his claustrophobia, um, which includes a tendency to panic when um, – Whenever his arms or legs are confined or restricted, which I've never thought of claustrophobia like that. I mean, who likes to be tied up? That's just weird, J.D. Get over it. He <laughs> believes that a dream of a past life uncovered a trauma that explains his fear. He hmm. says, one night in the dream state, I found myself hovering over a disturbing scene. He writes, it was a town in 15th century Spain, and a frightened man was being hogtied by a small jeering crowd. He had expressed beliefs contrary to the church. Some local ruffians with the blessing of the church officials were eager to administer justice. The men bound the heretic hands and feet, wrapped him very tightly in a blanket. The crowd carried him to an abandoned stone building, shoved him into a dark corner under the floor and left him to die. I realized with the horror or with horror that the man was me. So he thinks that's Hmm. why. Weird. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, going along with what you had said about, um, like, birthmarks or stuff like that, Mm -hmm. a really quick short one, this little boy um, named Chennai from Thailand, when he was three, he began saying that he had been a teacher named Bua Kai, who had been shot and killed as he had ridden his bike to school. And I guess even as a three-year-old, he, like, pleaded and begged to be taken to Bua Kai's parents, who he felt were his own parents. Well. And he knew that he knew the village where they lived, and he eventually convinced his grandma to take him there. And his grandmother said that after they got off the bus, Chennai led her to a house where an older couple lived. And then Chennai appeared to recognize the couple um, who were the parents of Buakai, the teacher who had been shot um, on the way to school five years before Chennai was even born. And the fascinating thing is that Kai and Chennai had something in common, and 
Kai, the the teacher who was shot, um, you know, he had small round wounds in the back of his head, typical, you know, of like of an entry wound and, and a larger exit wound on his forehead. And Chennai was born with two birthmarks, a small round birthmark on the back of his head and a larger, regularly shaped one in the front. Weird. Yeah. That's so weird. I know. So, like, I don't know. Like Grandma the birthmark... was like, I'll take him. And then she was like, holy shit. <laughs> so it's weird when there's like physical evidence as well as that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's nuts. And the, and the fact that the little guy was born with that, it wasn't like he just like ate crap and like donked his face on the ground or something. <laughs> uh, Sorry, continue. No, that's good. Okay. Uh, another uh, claim to... It, this being real is physical resemblances. Ooh, creepy. In his like book, it. Someone Else's Yesterday, Jeffrey J. Keene theorizes that a person in this life may strongly resemble the person he or she was in a previous life. Keene, an assistant hmm. fire chief who lives in Westport, Connecticut, believes he is the reincarnation of John B. Gordon, a Confederate general of the Army <laughs> of Northern Virginia, who died okay. on January 9th in 1904. I'm sure <laughs> the other guys at the firehouse love this. As <laughs> evidence, he offers photos of himself and the general. There is a striking resemblance. Beyond sharing physical similarities, Keene says that the individuals and their past incarnations often think alike, look alike, and even share facial scars. Their lives are so intertwined that they appear to be one. Another case of such resemblances is that of artist Peter T. Camp, who believes he may be the reincarnation of artist Paul Galgen. Here, too, there is a physical resemblance, along with similarities between the two painters' work. I think I've seen this with like celebrities where there's like uh-huh. a, there's, there's like a Nicolas like Cage Jay-Z that's like insane. <laughs> I know there's one of Nicolas Cage really? too, that's so awesome. I kind of want to hold on. I'm gonna find this oh, one. Oh, that's a good Nicolas time. Nicolas Cage lookalike Civil War. Oh my God, it came up. It was just like I didn't even have to. It's like here, it. you must have this. Oh God, holy crap, that is nuts. And there's one of John Travolta too. Oh, <laughs> hold on. I'm why? Gonna get... I don't know, but I'm gonna send this to you right now. That's weird. So weird. Oh God, it's so creepy. I mean, I know that they have those. Um, there's like a, I think there's like an app or Google did something once where you could. Um... Oh yeah, find out who looks like you in art. That was one. <laughs> I was couldn't hilarious. find one that was at all similar to me, and like the. The similarities in the image was like, it was like 30 something percent was the highest percent it could find. And it oh, made no me way. look like a round little fat white boy. <laughs> I was so pissed. I was like, what the hell? This app is crap. I hate it. Uh, oh, super that's irritating. great. <laughs> wow, that really does look like Nicolas Cage. It's like this Proof old grainy, vampire. I know, grainy black and white picture of, or brown sepia toned. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it looks like Nicolas Cage, but with definitely more hair. Oh. I hope every era has a Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. I think we already talked about the movie that I made Sean watch. I think I also watched another one recently. It's called, like, I think it's called, like, Mom and Dad. It had Selma know. Blair in it. It was, like, a horror movie where, like, all the parents, like, go bananas. Oh, you told me about this. It was entertaining for mostly just how ridiculously messed up Yeah, it's, like, over the top, right? It was super over the top. I love it. That's classic Nick Cage. <laughs> how many movies is that guy in per year that's what i want to know at least 50 i know 
So this reminds me of something. Like probably like f- over five years ago, Bobby and I were in um, uh, Vegas mm-hmm. and we were just walking around like looking at everything and we were kind of going in and out of different casinos and just totally like watching everything everywhere oh yeah it's just being touristy yeah and um we were walking through the like main floor of a casino where everyone's gambling Mm -hmm. and um bobby had a mohawk and he had on a black shirt and like pants and i think he had converse on and i had a gray beanie and my bright red hair and i think i had like like ugg style looking boots on or something and um a sweater Mm -hmm. and we're like holding hands walking through and there's a couple coming at us like walking the same way together he had like a mohawk converse (laughs) on and a beard like bobby too and then the girl had same red hair beanie like cozy sweater and the same kind of shoes and i was like and we like <laughs> passed each other, like right next to each other. And Bobby didn't notice it first. I noticed like a second before him. And but the Creepy. girl noticed me, noticing her too. And we both had the look of like, what the fuck? <laughs> and what is happening? Her and I like exchanged, like our eyes met. And then I was like, Bobby, <laughs> are you seeing these people passing us? They're literally our like doppelgangers. What Creepy, is going yucky. On? I don't like it. And, like, it was so weird. And the only – this is one of the only regrets I have in life is I told him, I'm like, we got to go back. We should go – we have to take a picture with these people. And he was like, oh, no. We're like, oh, we should have. Because it was so crazy. (sighs) But I haven't come across any doppelgangers. They say in high school that I had a little mini twin. But I think it was just because we both had short black hair. And – you know, we really looked nothing alike in our face, other than both of us had round faces, Aww. little grape grape heads. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, my first driver's I'm license scared. picture. My head looks like a grape because my face is round and my hair is short. <laughs> I like it. It's awful. How dare you? Shame. I know. <laughs> Shame oh on you God. for not taking pictures of your doppelganger. That could have I been know. really cool. Double so. shame. 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 Oh. <laughs> Shit. Confess. I did. Confess. Again. I, <laughs> Don't I'm do it sorry. again. Okay. I got a few more. Okay. Another one is children's spontaneous recall and special knowledge, which is some of the stories we're going to talk about after yeah. this. But um, just... To touch on it a little bit here, many mm-hmm. small children who claim to recall past lives also express knowledge that could not have come from their own experiences. Um, there are such case, cases um, are documented um, in Carol Bowman's Children's Past Lives book. This is one of them. 18-month-old Elsbeth, weird name. Great name. Um, <laughs> had never... <laughs> oh, God, Punky just knocked my mic over. <laughs> Devil dog. The Fix demon your mic. is here. The demon is here. <laughs> Ring the bell. Sound the alarm. <laughs> Get out of here, punky. But I love you. Um, okay, so 18-month-old 
Elsbeth had never spoken a complete sentence, but one evening as her mother was bathing her, she spoke up and gave her mother a shock. She mm. said, I'm going to take my vows, she told her mother. <laughs> Taken no. aback, she questioned the baby girl about her statement. I'm not Elsbeth now. I'm Rose, but I'm going to be Sister Teresa Gregory. Hello? Put that kid up for adoption real quick. Drown it! <laughs> Get out of my house, demon. Drown the child! Burn the witch! Burn the witch! <laughs> oh my god. Dude, we should do a Halloween together where we're, instead of being witches, we're like witch burners and just oh ring that around and everybody. Can we just be those nun women? Yeah, we can follow... be shaming and ringing bells. Oh my God, we'll Halloween. be the nuns and we'll just follow slutty Halloween girls. <laughs> <laughs> just ring, just be like, oh, what are you? She's like, I'm a cat. Shame! Shame! <laughs> That is not a cat. Oh, that's the <laughs> best costume idea ever. <laughs> oh, everyone, so join us. Fun. Join us in our, oh our quest. God. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> I love it, I love it, I love it. Okay, mm. we really like that a lot. <laughs> I like that too much. Okay. Uh, another one, which this one's kind of funky. Some people think that identical handwriting can be a sign of reincarnation. What? Um, oh. Yeah. So they think by comparing the handwriting of a living person to that of a deceased person, he or she claims to have been, um, that this can be proof. Um, researcher Vikram Raj Singh Cahoon believes so. Uh, <laughs> that's a name. Findings have been received favorably at the National Conference of Forensic Scientists. Um, a six-year-old boy from the village of Alana Miana, India, claimed since he was two that he had previously been a person named Satnam Singh. This hmm. other boy had lived in the village of Chakchela, and the boy insisted that he even knew the boy he claimed to be his father's name. The boy had been killed while riding his bike home from school. An investigation verified the many details that the little boy who claims to have been him knew about this boy who passed away his life. Um, but the clincher was that their handwriting and trait experts know is a distinct as a fingerprint, which was virtually identical. Weird. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't what know I handwriting was... was that. Handwriting was that like, like a fingerprint. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess depending upon like how tightly you hold the pen, like where you hold the pen yeah. or pencil or whatever, True. and like the strength of your hand. Still though, that's weird. I mean, I was reading mm -hmm. that <clears throat> a lot of these stories can be uh, are attributable to selective thinking, suggestion, false memories, just from like tv or other the even belief systems because certain not a lot of but a few of the stories are from parts of the world or or the kids that are sharing these stories are from religious backgrounds where they fully invest in reincarnation so it can't necessarily be counted as some as one of these like really weird into it yeah 
I learned a new word today, which I wanted to share. This one guy uh, asserts that all past life experience investigated by Ian Stevenson, who from the University of Virginia, he did like a ton of studies with like thousands of kids and stuff. Like he's saying that that guy is a hack and that he, he says that the past life experiences investigated by Stevenson and other parapsychologists are understandable in terms of known psychological factors, including a mixture of crypto, cryptomnesia, which is when a forgotten memory returns without it being recognized as such by the subject who believes it's something new and original. Hmm. They think it's a new experience. Yeah. It's not. Like, mm-hmm. It's, it's a memory. Oh. So it's like deja vu. Yeah. But it's something where you may falsely recall something as like as a brand new idea. Weird. Yeah. Okay. But it's really it's really like an old past memory. That's cool. Yeah. So cryptom, cryptomnesia. Huh. Yeah, and no, not this guy. I know, I know. <laughs> so he's just saying that reincarnation is inconsistent with modern science, and so a lot of people really want to hate on it. But I don't know. Some of these stories are just a are little insane. too in depth for me to go fully into the. Well, it's all fake. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to say before we read some of these creepy sure. ass stories is <laughs> that they. The guy who's, like, kind of the leading expert researcher on this stuff, mm-hmm. like, today, I guess, is his name's Jim Tucker. Yep. Um, He's published a ton of these cases, and he says a typical reincarnation case includes subjects reporting a past life experience, but the interesting thing is that 100% of subjects who report past life remembrance are children. Yeah. Weird. And the average age when they start remembering their past life is at 35 months and their descriptions of events and experiences from their past lives are often extensive and remarkably detailed. He has pointed out that these children show very strong emotional involvement when they speak about their experiences. Some cry and like Liana was saying, beg their parents to go like see the previous family members and kind of prove it and like they need, it's almost like they have unfinished business that's like dire to their existence to like find out yeah it's like a compulsion to solve the the connection yeah and the kind of crazy other thing is that he says most of these kids who have this um stop having this recollection when they're about six or seven. Oh yeah because they're they're like i was reading that he said that they kind of decide like okay i've already figured out that I used to be this person so now I'm going to focus on this life so they kind of like forget right and that's kind of the age they start going to school and kind Mm -hmm. of start being more in the present and starting new creating new memories right yeah weird weird do you want to read the story about Ryan or do you want me to read it do it this Jim Tucker guy he I'm reading actually this is from psychology today so it's not just like BuzzFeed or something. <laughs> like this is, this has been something that scientists and doctors really can't figure out. So it's Mm-mm. it's getting well. It seems fairly well documented. Yeah, it's well documented. It's actually becoming more recognized as something that doctors don't really know what to tell parents now because when parents come to them with this stuff, they're just kind of like, uh. Now, how do you know that? Especially when some of these kids don't even talk. Yeah, yeah. and then they start talking. And when it is, it's about this. (laughs) Yeah, like this is weird. So this is a very interesting one. So there's a little boy named Ryan. And this is what the parents were saying. They're saying when Ryan was four, 
he began directing imaginary movies. Uh, shouts of action often echoed from his room, but the play became a concern for Ryan's parents when he began waking up in the middle of the night, screaming and clutching his chest, saying he dreamt that his heart exploded when he was in Hollywood. And he's four, so... <laughs> It's really intense for a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. His mother asked his doctor about the episodes. Night terrors, the doctor said. He'll outgrow them. And then one night, as his mother tucked Ryan into bed, Ryan suddenly took hold of her hand and said, Mama, I think I used to be someone else. Um, he remembered <clears throat> a big white house and a swimming pool, and it was in Hollywood, many miles from his Oklahoma home. So <laughs> Weird. he said then that he had three sons, but he couldn't remember their names. And then he began to cry, asking his mom over and over why he couldn't remember their names, which is, I Sad. I wouldn't even know how to process that. Nope. <laughs> like, how do I help this? And she said she really didn't know what to do. I was more in shock than anything. He was so insistent about it. After that night, he kept talking about it, getting more upset about not being able to remember those names. I started researching on the internet about reincarnation. I even got some books from the library on Hollywood thinking their pictures might help him. I didn't tell anybody. She was like, I didn't tell anybody for months. And then one day, as Ryan and his mom paged through one of the Hollywood books, Ryan stopped at a black and white still taken from a 1930s movie, Night After Night. <laughs> Two men in the center of the picture were conf uh, confronting one another. Four other men surrounded them. His mother didn't recognize any of the faces, but Ryan pointed to one of the men in the middle. Hey, Mama, that's George. We did a picture together. Wow. And, <laughs> and then he, his finger shot over to a man on the right wearing an overcoat and a scowl, and he says, that guy's me. I found me. And the book didn't give any names Ew. of the actors pictured. I know, super creepy. But she quickly confirmed that the man Ryan said was George in the photo was indeed George Raft, an all-but-forgotten film star from the 30s and 40s. Still, though, his mom couldn't uh, identify the man that Ryan had said had been him. She wrote uh, Tucker... Oh, Jim Tucker, whom she found through her online research and included the photo, eventually ended up in the hands of a film archivist who, after weeks of research, confirmed that the scowling man's name was Marvin Martin, an uncredited extra in the film. Which is so crazy to me that people didn't have record of, like, people in movies, <laughs> but like, that's nuts. Um, so not long afterward, Tucker and the family traveled to California to meet Martin's daughter, who had been tracked down by researchers working with the tuck with Tucker um, on a documentary. He sat down with the woman before uh, before meeting before she met Ryan. She'd been kind of reluctant, which I kind of get because I'd be like, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. You don't want to like talk to a family member and have this like built up because it's kind of like exciting, I guess, in a weird way too. And you don't want to be like well, you're excited down. and sad. I feel. Yeah. Because she's like, this little baby is saying that it's my dad. Like, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but she basically confirmed dozens of facts that Ryan had given about her father. Ryan said that he danced in New York. Martin was a Broadway dancer. Ryan said he was also an agent, quote unquote, and that people where he worked had changed their names. Martin worked for years at a well-known talent agency in Hollywood where stage names are often created after his dancing career ended. He also said that his old address had the word Rock in its name, and Martin had lived at 825 North Roxbury Drive in Beverly Hills, so that's pretty similar. <laughs> and then he said he had also known a man named Senator Five. Martin's daughter said that she had a picture of her father with a, with a Senator Ives, Irving Ives, of New York, who lived who served in the Senate from... 1947 to 1959 and yes martin had three sons the daughter of course knew their names okay anyway so that's that's Weird the little case hell. of little <laughs> baby reincarnated ryan slash martin <laughs> Blah. 
<laughs> like, I don't understand. How, how would you even process that? Like, what would you do if Esme was like, oh, yeah, I was. I'd be so stoked. What if she was like, I'm not even going to say it. No, Bobby would kill me. I was about to say the name of a really horrible serial killer. So. <gasps> oh, God. <laughs> I don't want her to be that. But like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what would you do? I don't know. I would be kind of excited. Would you have her talk to away. like a past life regression person? Like, or would you just try to I see I would definitely what she have says? to go like hit the archives and see if it's real. And then if it was, I guess find family of who she talked. Probably the same thing this lady did. Record Very stuff similar. that she says. Record oh, everything. Sure. Video it yeah, all. I would. 100%. 100. <laughs> oh, that's so creepy. You got a story for me? Yeah, I'll read the one about James Leninger. Leninger. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to call him Jay. (laughs) (laughs) At the time of this case, I guess, nah, we're keeping him Jay, was a four-year-old boy from Louisiana. He believed he was once a World War II pilot who had been shot down over Iwo Jima, an island that the United States fought to capture in 1945. His parents first realized this when James started to have nightmares, waking up and screaming, airplane, airplane crash, mama, airplane on fire. (laughs) He knew details about the World War II aircraft that would be impossible for a youngster to know. Um, For example, when his mom referred to an object on the bottom of a model plane as a bomb, she was corrected by James, who <gasps> informed her that it was a drop tank. Oh. Schmer. In another okay. instance, he and his parents were watching a documentary, and the narrator called a Japanese plane a zero, when James insisted that it was a Tony. In both what? cases, ya boy was right. <laughs> hmm. Weird. James also insisted that in his previous life, he had flown off a ship named the Natoma, which, as his family discovered, was a World War II aircraft carrier. Um, James said that his previous name was also James. And shockingly, in the USS Natoma Bay Squadron, there was a pilot named James Huston, who had been killed in action over the Pacific Ocean. Dr. Tucker obtained additional documents for several of James' uh, his statements, and they were made before anyone in the family had even heard of James Huston or the USS Natoma baby. Uh, ask yourself, how could a two-year-old in Louisiana remember being a World War II pilot shot down over the Pacific? I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. His dad was a skeptic, and um, after the... His son talked about all this shit. He looked him up and he was like, I, he didn't know what to do. Yeah. And there's something a little more to that one where he, where the things that he would scream, like airplane crash on fire, he'd say little, (laughs) he'd say little man can't get out. And as it turns out, James Huston had a uh, nickname, which was little man. Mm. So a lot of times parents don't, you know, they don't share this stuff like if there's probably more cases of this stuff but the parents are just kind of like uh let's not talk about it it's like the family secret of shame (laughs) it is their shame which is so (laughs) sad because i think it's really really interesting but it's crazy because these kids are basically experiencing like ptsd at the age of two in like a or well (gasps) demons coughing up a demon oh (laughs) 
He's having okay? a past life regression. <laughs> He's, He's so angry. He's so he mad. Ugh. This just is so weird. You can't ignore it. You can't. There's there's Mm-mm. there's a lot of cases like the two that we've just shared and yeah, they're just I'm trying to find another one that I had. These are fun facts that I didn't realize are on this page also. It says Mm -hmm. 60% of children who claim past life memories are male. Mm -hmm. Roughly 70% of the children claim they died a violent or a natural death. In those cases, just over 70% of the deceased individuals were male. The same ratio is in the general population. 90% of the children say they were the same sex in a previous life as they are now. Um, It's just weird. 20% of children claim memories of the time between death and rebirth. Hmm. And yeah, two to six is the range of all this happening. Oh, weird. So these these are some fun ones too. I found they're shorties, but give me still a shorty. Creepy. My four year old told me about the time she went for a swim in the lake and could hear her mom yelling and crying out to her, but she couldn't come because she was under the ducks. Then she remembers falling asleep, and when she woke up, I was her new mommy. <laughs> weird. <laughs> I want my kids saying that. Uh, (laughs) this is creepy too my two-year-old niece pointed at the collapsing twin towers on the screen and said clearly quote i die (gasps) i don't like it como say what (laughs) why is your kid looking at that anyway really i agree like i have a hard Um, time i start crying when i see it on tv i can't i'm not a fan my four-year-old nephew talks about being on the titanic all the time he said he was with his wife and that it was really cold and every time he watches a movie with boats or bodies of water he gets freaked out and wants to turn it off Mm. my three-year-old son told me that he smothered someone once i asked him if he (gasps) knew what the word meant he said it meant holding a pillow on someone's head until they stopped moving I asked him when did he when he did that, and he said, "Oh, a long, long time ago." It's cool. That's when you burn the witch. <laughs> Get Dude, rid yeah. of that thing. Get that I'd be out of like, uh, "Excuse me, what did you say?" Oh, okay. So you did mean to say that. And here we go. Burn him! Burn him! Town meeting. That's when you install locks on that kid's door. You put a deadbolt on the outside. You're like, okay, good night. Lock him in. Yeah, toss match in. <laughs> That's gross. Oh, I don't like that kid. Watch when him. My, when my son was two or three, he talked about being an adult who rode horses in the woods. He said that one day he got hurt riding, then everything got dark, and the next thing he knew, he was with me. I asked where he got hurt, and he pointed to the birthmark on his stomach. Her burb. See, okay, if I actually heard that from my kid and they actually had a physical proof of, you know, a potential something or other, that's when I'd start hunting. I'd be like, Mm. have there been any horse accidents with, (laughs) you know, uh, injury to stomach area? dude, gross. These are all so weird. My daughter had a nightmare (laughs) that she was playing paper dolls in her mom's bathroom when a man came in and murdered her and her brother. She's never seen paper dolls before. (laughs) And she just described paper dolls? Yeah. And the mom said, so I looked it up and sure enough, there was a girl her age murdered while playing with paper dolls in her mom's bathroom in the 70s. I wonder if it was like nearby. Or in the same town. My three-year-old cousin told us he was once a man named Ghazi who lived in Syria. (laughs) And that bad guys cut his fingers off one by one and ran him over with a jeep. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
That I actually believe could have happened because that sounds like. Oh, that's all. You'll be more okay with this one. One day, my two-year-old brother randomly started describing the detailed process of making pizza. (laughs) I see. Okay, that kind of kid. I want to adopt him. The other ones. But then, but then they went on to say, "Quote: The process of keeping a fire going, using a brick oven, allowing dough to rise. He'd never seen anyone make pizza before. So my parents asked when he did this, and he said, with my old family, my mama and papa." Not what we all call our parents. And he said, before I died and came to live with you. Bum, bum, bum. I'd be like, teach me, Burn how, to him! Make- <laughs> teach me how to make pizza, then you may go yeah. <laughs> forever. Get out of here. <laughs> this is great. I was babysitting a five-year-old boy who, out of the blue, said, the ambulances came after I got hit and everyone was sad. Ew. Five seconds later, he had no recollection of having said this. What? <laughs> no. I don't like that at all. Our son is named after a Marine that was killed in action on my husband's last deployment. One day when he was <laughs> when he was three, we drove by the military base where his namesake is buried. And our son said, quote, I'm buried over there in the ground. You know, from when I died fighting bad guys with daddy before I was your kid. Ooh. We had never even visited that side of town before. He no. had no clue the graveyard was even there. No. I don't like it. Honey's purring into the mic for everyone. <laughs> to try to calm everyone down from these creepy ass stories. Because that's these are so much creepier to me than ghost stories by far. Me too. Oh, God. I can't. Kids it's are gross. creepy. Tell me more. My husband and I joke that our son is my dad reincarnate because he's just like him. He was convinced three months after my dad passed away from a sudden heart attack and was born with a birthmark right over his heart. If that's not enough, the first three letters of my son, my son ever wrote were G-U-Y. In that order, that was my dad's name. Oh. Hmm. I was watching The Great Gatsby at my friend's house, and her three-year-old brother started talking about going to parties like those and about the financial crisis. Yes, he used those exact words that followed. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> My daughter was born with a heart condition and is very sickly. One day, she said that she missed the old, quote, not sick her. I asked her what she meant since she had been, since she had been born sick. She said, you know, me, but the other me with red hair. What? (laughs) My son told us the reason he's best friends with his 89-year-old great-great-grandpa is because he was his sister before. My grandpa did have a sister he was close to who was killed by a drunk driver well before I was born, but my son didn't know that. Holy smokes. This isn't making me want children. I hope you know that, right? (laughs) My five-year-old son told me that when he was old, he drowned in a flood. He said, quote, but this time I'm learning how to swim and things will be different. And then he took a swim. (laughs) I'll show you past. When my daughter was about three, my sister and I were telling her about the day she was born. She corrected us by saying, quote, you mean the day I came back? Ew. Gross. Gross. All right. I'll end on this one. No. I was singing a song to my three-year-old daughter that my great-grandma used to sing to me when I was small. My daughter smiled, disgustingly stroked my cheek. That's gross. I added disgustingly. I don't like it. Okay. And then... (laughs) <laughs> I remember when I used to sing this to you when I was the mommy and you were my little girl. What? 
Burn, burn, burner her immediately. Away. Confess. Confess. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> Wrong one. Sinner comes before you. <laughs> is so good shame well <laughs> creepy <laughs> i don't have any more to share other than oh, i don't know if i want kids now so i don't know if i want these little ones near me i i mean i, I kind of do but i i want to meet one but i don't want one in my house I'll meet you at Starbucks, <laughs> little creepy child. Put out a Craigslist ad. <laughs> Woman seeking past life kid. Creepy past life child. <laughs> Wait a second. We'll pay for copy. <laughs> but that's it. Hold on. Wait. I remember Harrison said from the Grief Burrito podcast, he said that his brother. Ooh. I think he's. T- Hold on. I got to find it. Do you remember? Remember the time I bought a kitty? Oh, okay. So he said, he said that his brother actually did something weird like this, where his dad was lacing up his shoes when he was about two. My brother looked up at him and said, "I remember when I was your dad and taught you how to tie your shoes." And then his granddad had died two years before his brother was born. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I want to know so much more. Harrison, we need more details. Did your brother do any more weird stuff like that? What's your brother so. up to these days? Still saying creepy things? <laughs> <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> Just nod. <laughs> Well, listeners, if you have any creepy stories of your past lives or someone you know that has done something creepy like this, maybe your kids are creepy and should also, you know, be... Burn them! <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do that. Um, but yeah, if, if you have any creepy weird stories, we'd love to hear them. You can send us messages at uh, our email, which is nightguyspod at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. Uh, just search for Night Guys Podcast. Uh, you can also give us a call and leave us a message. We do love our messages as so few, much. Few the few messages that we've received um, at seven zero seven two hundred three eight nine eight. Also, most of all, we covet those iTunes reviews. Mm-hmm. We need them. Erica yeah. needs them. We Erica need them. needs them so that we can make sure that you know. If her baby is a reincarnated goblin. Hopefully somebody who knows the code to a safe somewhere that's got a lot of money in it. <laughs> she knows where money's buried and under a tree and somewhere. Like Howard Hughes reincarnated baby. <laughs> but yeah, those iTunes reviews, we would love them. I know they take a little bit of time, but they mean everything to podcasters. They are yeah. super importante. So please and thank you. My cat is purring as a thank you. So if mm-hmm. you want to hear more of my cat purring, I'm just going to put her on the mic. Yeah. If you want more of that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> She's like, no more purrs for free. I know. <laughs> she needs Seriously, them. though, please give us those. We love them. 
give. Give. Give me. Give me that. (laughs) Um, And we are also working on making a Patreon so that we can include extra weird, fun content for you lovely listeners. And we're working on swag for our listeners because who doesn't love some swag? Right? Ryan. Oh, my God. I love me some swag. (laughs) So good. So be on the lookout for that. Um, Erica, do you have anything more to contribute? No, I feel like I've officially creeped everybody out now, so I feel good about it. I am going to have nightmares, I'm sure. I'm going to dream of yucky things. (laughs) (laughs) The worst. All right. Well, join us later this week when we determine what's going on. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Sorry. Shame. (laughs) Don't like. No like you. No like you. <laughs> well, this is the Night Guys podcast. I am Liana. I'm Erica. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>